Salutations to all the nations. Welcome to the DD Fuego Show, hosted by the prettiest podcaster of all time, the ultimate optimist, a man who's dashing and has a boyish charm that you so desire me, Darius D. Hope you guys are doing well today. And if you are new here, wondering and thinking to yourself, what does Fuego mean? Well, the fact of the matter, it just means fire in Spanish. That's it. That's all it means. That's all it ever will mean. And of course, if you're a returning listener, thank you for stopping by once again. I appreciate all your support with full gratitude. All right. So today we're going to be talking about drumroll, please. Uh, you guys already read the title, so you know what we're talking about. And today we're talking about history and whether it has effect on what we do today. Does it repeat itself? And these are all questions and these are all things that we've heard before, but do they reign true? Are they false? Are they true? That's the question, as Hamlet would put it. So, that is on our agenda for today. Now, if you want to see this show prosper, if you want to see it hit top 200 in the next 10 years, make sure you leave a good review on Apple iTunes because it does well with the rating of the show. If you want to keep up to date with the show, here's what you can do. Subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform that you want to use it's all up to you it really is all up to you so whether it be spotify apple itunes or it could be google play music google Podcasts, soundcloud you name it we're on 11 different platforms so make sure you guys check us out on those ones and last but not least if you share 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 this episode or episodes with your family and friends it shows dd that you in fact care about the show so make sure you do that if you have any questions inquiries assertions anything you want to talk about or just chat it up with your boy dd hit me up in the dms at dd fuego 15 that's at dd fuego 15 and you can chop it up on there and because i love to educate and because i want to share some new information for you guys, we're going to go with the word of the day. It's something that we customarily do here on the DD Fuego Show. We don't do it every episode, but every now and again, I must do it because that's what I started off doing. So being that it is May 14th, 2019, the word of the day is born. Now you're thinking to yourself, DD, I probably know born and what it means and the properties thereof maybe you might even know the lineage but this is a different type of born it's b-o-r-n-e so like jason born without the u i think so when it comes to the word born with the e at the end it's an adjective and the definition of this adjective is transported or transmitted by and it also could be a combination. So the problem why you guys also have that understanding that you've heard the word born before and you think it has to do with birth. The one with the E has to talk about being carried. Or for example, you would say you're airborne passenger. So the plane is carrying you, right? That's the problem, and it is really confusing because they both sound the same, and the only difference 
is that one has the E on the end and the other one doesn't. That's why most people say that English is one of the hardest languages that you can actually learn on the face of this earth. So that is the major difference. You have born, which was originally to bear, which comes from childbirth or animal birth. So that's where the, and they were both interchangeable, but then their distinction came where born, B-O-R-N, started just to be about childbirth, and then they attributed born, B-O-R-N-E, they attributed that just to things being carried. So one's about being carried, another one's about childbirth, or being carried by is the correct word I or correct phrase or definition I should say so hopefully that that was helpful to you make sure you add that to your daily vernacular your mental lexicon share this with anybody if you can talk to the waitress at that restaurant that you go to every Wednesday night let her know about it I highly doubt any of you will do this but it doesn't matter just share the knowledge with knowledge is power and power leads to wealth whatever you want in this life man so this is the dd fuego show thank you very much Miriam webster for the inspiration and we will be back momentarily does history repeat itself that is a question that a lot of us ask ourselves we've heard this phrase before from when we were a mere child. Now, the question is, does it and is it true? Now, for those who read the scriptures that hail from the Bible, a famous man who I've talked about this show before, on this show before, one of the wisest, if not the wisest person in the Bible, he said that there is nothing new underneath the sun, meaning that everything that we see today happened already. Now, if we look through our history and we look at the present and we do a cross analysis, or if you want to do a longitudinal study, you can see there's a lot of parallels between the past and the present how people conduct themselves, people's ideologies, belief systems. Now, a lot of, if you look at from a religious standpoint, there's three religions that reign still in our society today. And there's some that came and there's some that went. And those three are the, Religions that hail from Father Abraham, which would be Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. So we can say with that, that those three religions still reign today. And you can also see the different dynamics between those three religions, meaning that the Jews and some of the 
Muslims right now are fighting over the Gaza Strip, and their ancestors did the same thing. You can also see a trail between the Christians and some of the Muslims again today that were happening during the Crusade era, where the church was versing a lot of, I think it was the Ottomans empire with islam one i think the islam the islamic nations fought against the church first and then the church retaliated in the second crusade my history is correct so we can see that taking place in today's society so with history repeating itself is that a good thing or is it a bad thing because there's not really much things that are new to the sun. Now, you could argue that people in our society today, we live in more of a progressive era. We live in a time where there's a lot of technology going rampant, a lot of technological advancements in society social media, all these sort of things are relatively new things, which can be true or considered true. But the concept itself isn't. And that's what I think history does repeat itself. Human behavior, honestly, to to me personally, it has been consistent throughout our time on this planet. Now, obviously, back then in Thomas Edison's era, there was no such thing as a computer or a MacBook or a microphone. They just around that time, they were thinking about getting a light bulb and doing things that way. I think even with him, he didn't even have a telephone until Alexander Graham Bell came onto the scene later on or around that period of time. So we have to understand that, yeah, the technology that we have today is obviously better and faster than it was yesterday, but the concept of innovation, the concept of creating things that make our lives a lot easier is not any different because the people back way when during the agriculture era when people were growing crops at a high rate and then with that said a lot of people can go study and do other things because now you taking care of the basic necessities for food and health and all that stuff you can delve into other veins of education and learn and discover new things that will make our lives better and more efficient that whole concept isn't new it's not a new thing. We've done it before. Even using different tech for agriculture. So letting the ox plow the fields with different devices that they would use. Or binding two ox together with a yoke so that they would work together and get the crops ready faster or plow the field faster than you would with just one ox. Or even faster than you would by yourself with your family. 
the whole concept of innovation has not changed. It's just we've gone, we're just building upon what was laid before us. So that era laid it down so that people could study more and come up with ways. And then from there, you get into more medicine. And then from there, you can get to other things and other things. And a lot of it has to do with investment as well. So the 1% or they're wealthy, we're able to invest in those who want to create and innovate, which you can see today. It's funny, a lot of the people who are innovative are becoming the ones with the most money. So if you want to say that's changed, that's for sure changed because before it was just a wealthy in society because it was a lot harder to become wealthy back then than it is to become wealthy today. But the person with the idea would go to the wealthy family. If you study a little bit of the Renaissance, you know the Medici family worked with a lot of artists and engineers and creators in Italy at the time. I think they worked with Leonardo da Vinci. All these things, they invested in that. But nowadays, you don't need to go to those families. It would help you to go to, because I know they they have Shark Tank and all that stuff with investing. And a lot of these multimillionaire billionaires are investing in different ideas, different projects and stuff. But now with the internet, we don't necessarily have to uh, go there. You can create it from yourself and Eventually, people will come and add to your business, but to say that you have to initially go there for a start, some for depending on what you want to do, but for the most part, it makes it an easier playing field. So if that's your argument, then you can say with that, it's changed a bit. There's some new things that come came about, but... For how we behave and how we conduct ourselves, it's been the same thing. And it's sad to say that sometimes when history repeats itself, it's it's usually not the best parts of the history that repeats itself. Usually not. We have to look at these trends, what happened, what led up to it, that way we could actually stop it from occurring again, stop these things from reoccurring. Now, this is not to say that people can't have certain ideas or beliefs, because with that said, they're entitled to have their own ideas and beliefs. But if they are inciting violence and causing or projecting themselves or their race or whatever to be superior than other races and telling their people of their race to assert violence upon other races, then we need to stop that ahead of time. And you can see that There's going to be, there is, you can kind of see there's a bit of racial tension that is happening 
especially what I'm seeing it is in North America, but you can see it all over the world. And there's throughout history when you can see with the world wars that took place, the Great War being the first one, and then World War Two, and then you have the Vietnam War, and then you have even wars before that, because a lot of people have this notion that all the wars started based off religion. Not necessarily. That's not actually historically accurate. Some of it comes from, some of it may have come from religions. Sometimes it comes from beliefs that are opposed to religion anyways. So it depends on the predicament. So you can't use a blanket statement or a generalization saying that all things, all wars came from religion. Therefore, you must remove religion because religion is bad and causes war. That's an invalid argument. It's not true. The premises are not true. So the whole argument is false. But if you want to say some, sure. But there's been wars that have nothing to do with religion whatsoever. Even the last two of our of the 20th century, like I mentioned, World War One and World War Two, had to do with nationalism. It had to do with country. Um, it had to do with the country wanting to be superior. It had to do with race. Sometimes that's true. Even though we understand that race in itself is quite arbitrary, meaning that it isn't as deep as we think it is. So there's no major distinction. It's more or less of a culture dis- cultural distinction. But yet, I would say that we're all human beings. So with that said, there isn't a major difference. It's not like a black guy and a white girl cannot create a child through marriage. They can. So there's no difference in species. It's just one has more melanin than the other. But the difference, there is a difference because of their cultural backgrounds and how they were raised and so on and so forth. And with all these things, with racism, sexism, all these sort of things, we can see it throughout history. And then we can see it in today's society to a certain extent for some more than others. A lot of people claim things that are happening right now and saying that it's the same thing of as back then when it's not. And here's another thing that kind of irritates me at times when people put the past and then try to say or compare our standards right now to the past. Therefore, you we must remove the past. No, you should not, okay? Use your head. If you want to remove the past, or forget the past, you shouldn't forget the past. The reason why we have memory, the reason why we have it is because we need it in order for us to not make the same dumb decision again. I heard that from a professor at the University of Toronto, Jordan B. Peterson, and he is probably one of the best a psychologist, I would say, around. 
you might not agree with his politics, doesn't matter, but he's a very wise and intelligent person and he was talking about memory and how and why we have it. And that's really the reason why we have it. It's not necessarily just to have a good time and oh remember the good old days, bud, and all that stuff. Nah, it's supposed to remind you on certain things, don't make that same decision. And you can't wipe away history just because certain things of our history are bad. There's certain things today that are bad. And a lot of people are not trying to wipe those out either. But you want to wipe away what happened back then and judge a person who may have done some things that are bad, but they also do something that were good. So you can't make the bad outshadow the good. Now, that's not to say some people, because I look at it in the sense of this way, in this sense is that you're supposed to look at a person's life in its totality, not just of individual event, events, or just like a singular event, and therefore that person is that thing, which is not true, about the total whole picture of the person's life. Because your life, in a sense, is a story. It's a movie, if you look at it. You can't judge a movie just based off one scene. You have to watch the whole movie. So that's why I look at it in this sense. That you can look at the historical figures in the past. Yeah, some of them were not the greatest people. Some of them were nasty. Some of them were cruel to people. There's some who are just who were just evil from what we know them as. We don't really understand their childhood, and I'm not gonna say that excuse their behavior because of their childhood. What's wrong is wrong. What's right is right, and that's the thing. We have to look at the good things that they've done. I know that a lot of Americans look at the founding fathers and see the inconsistencies because they had slaves. They were they had slaves. They were pretty um racist towards the immigrants that came over here or came over there and all those sort of things. And kind of they not kind of, but they did do genocide when they came over. Mostly the Canadians, actually, if you want to be honest, the settlers that came in here to take away the land from the natives. And I really feel bad for the natives because this is their land and then we're just living off of it. But if you look at it, they were inconsistent. And a lot of us, if you're being honest, we are inconsistent at times too from what they said and what they've done. Some of them wanted to change but because the culture was already at its peak and they were trying to work against it but they had opposition some of them felt bad we don't but they still took part of it because that's what the culture is in and they couldn't really take it down by themselves in a sense because I know Thomas Jefferson a lot of people don't like him because he had slaves but he also detest uh, slavery. Now, someone say would say that's a contradiction. How could you have slaves and then be a person who does who has slaves, but be a person that says they don't like slavery? But that was the culture at the time. Not excusing his behavior, not saying that was correct, but you can kind of, in a sense, 
do both because him and his stature in society at that time, it was pretty much given to him. And he just was, and actually, if you look at it, he treat his slaves well. Now, there's a lot of work wiggle room in gray areas because that's how humans are nowadays. And even back then, we weren't all perfect. And even if you look further back besides him, it's not that you can say that slavery itself has started way before the Atlantic slave trade that happened within the last 300 years or so. But going further back, you can even see the Egyptians having slaves being the children of Israel or even further back, if you read in the scriptures, Lamech had women slaves, exactly, which is wrong. And that was, the, I think, was the first form of slavery with Lamech, which would be a descendant of Cain. So we can look at it and not just pinpoint it on one group for doing it. Yes, obviously, slavery, in, if you want to be honest, it still exists today. That's why I said history does repeat itself. But we must look at these sort of taboos, these sort of things, and look at the history and what led up to it and try to stop it before it happens again. That is why history is important now. A lot of us growing up in this society, we have to learn if you're Canadian, you have to learn Canadian history. If you're American listening to this, American, or wherever you're from, you learn a form of history. Or if you are fortunate to go to a higher learning, you can learn more than one history. So you can learn about Mexican history. You can learn about African-American history. All these sort of things that you can learn about, which is important. And the reason why it's important is because we can look at what people did and learn from the mistakes. That's why I said you can learn from everybody, from the most wicked person to the most kind person. You can learn from what they've done. And if they did something wrong, we can look at it not from a moral standpoint that we are morally better than them because you could have made the same mistake. It's just I'm looking at what they did, what that group did, what that generation did, and doing the complete opposite so that the generation after us can have a better life and that we can have a better life. That is why history is important. That's why it's important. They say that a wise man or a smart man, should I say, a smart man looks at his own mistakes, but the wise man learns from the mistakes of others. So it's better to learn from someone who already did it and failed and he would teach you or she would teach you what not to do so that you can do it and you can be better off than them. That's why it's important to have history, to look at these things, not to get rid of it. I know a lot of people just look at even these statues around the world that are a representation of, I could say, things that were not correct. But I would say we should keep those things, not because we praise the negative things that that person did or that group did, but we should have it so we can look and it can be a constant reminder that we should not go down this path again. That's why I hold history so dear to my heart because, uh, first of all, I love 
learning new things and I love learning about where we come from and how far we've come. And it could be like that as well. There's good sides to history as well. Like we can look for the fellow black people listening to this, especially those who live in North America during the civil rights movement, seeing how we came from ships against our will and we can see where we come from today. Now we still have a lot of work to do in our community, but the part that was important for me personally that my dad and my mother and my uncle did instill in me is learning about different African-American figures from my history. That's why I did a whole segment of Black History Month from the first week all the way to the very last week, and I'm doing it again next year, God willing. It's important for us to really understand your heritage, your history. Now, obviously, you as an individual are important. Okay, and you have to make individual decisions for yourself. And then when you become married, start a family, fellas, you find that girl. And then ladies, then that guy finds you. You start making decisions on yourself. But we're just talking about the individual person for just a brief moment. You can look at your own history and what you've done as an individual. It doesn't have to be a grand scheme history of people before you or all those, what we consider history, but just look at history as the past. And we must acknowledge what we've done in our past, not hold on to it in the sense that all the mistakes you've made, you hold on to it and then it weighs you down. But I'm just saying you move forward from it, but you just remember it. Like I said, memory is used so that you don't make the same mistakes again. You just... Remember those things. And when the same exact scenario comes up again or something similar to it, you'll use your moral compass and what you've learned and what you've obtained through knowledge and through your mistakes. And you'll make a different option. So history doesn't necessarily just mean this wide grain scheme of things of people past from ancient worlds or not ancient worlds, sorry, ancient uh yeah, that would be a good, um, yeah, the ancient world, what they did or what we pick up from a U.S. history book or a documentary on the History Channel. It has to do with our life as well, because all it is, it's the past. Now, I'm not saying for us to dwell, but I'm not. But what I am saying is not to forget. And if you see the parallels and if you see the common pathway because obviously like i said there's nothing new underneath the sun according to solomon and history does repeat itself and if we know those two things and we can see the negative things start to brew we must be able to look at those things sit down rationalize reason together and change it and if you see the positive things we can go back we can go forward and progress now i'm not saying for us to just stare and be infatuated with the past. I'm just saying to remember it. Live in the present and look forward. This is the DD Vigo Show. We must return, okay? And we will return with another segment like, like to call Wrap It Up DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. So just stay tuned. 
Welcome to Wrap It Up DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you, for thee, for thou. So let's get right into it. Today we talked about history and why history is important to our society. Does it repeat itself? I believe that it does repeat itself. I believe that there's nothing that has majorly changed concept-wise and how humans behave. We're pretty much the same in my opinion. But I think... What we should do, as I mentioned earlier within the show, is that we should look back at our history, whether it's a history specific to you, meaning your heritage, where your family comes from, your origins, your lineage, your lineage, all that sort of thing. I think that is important to an extent. So it gives you some insight from where you came from, historically speaking. But I also look at the grand scheme of history. So historical figures that we look up look up to and who've made an impact on the world, good or bad, so we can look at... Because if you really think about it, even the ones that we look at who've done really great things and good things for humanity, if you look at them as an individual, they had flaws, they had issues, and we're seeing that coming up now. And we've seen them make... a quite a few or a lot of mistakes, but they're not, you can't confine them to what they did in the sense that what they did in an individual instance or a mis- by one mistake, you can't take away all the good things that they've done. And you can't take away all the bad things they've done because they've done one good thing. Human beings were flawed and we have our issues. And if you look at your own history, you can see the flaws. If you pull back the curtain a bit, and if you were to play your life on a screen, there's going to be parts of your life that you would want to edit or change and post before it gets released to the world. But that's just the truth. We all make mistakes. And we should look at history. Don't do away with the bad part. You need to look at the bad part and see if it's aligned with what the present is at right now. What what we see right now. What do we see right now? Is there a correlation? Because if there is a correlation to a bad time in history, and we look at it now, we must be able to look at the correlation and try to fix it before it spirals out into what it was back in that time. To be honest with you, as far as advanced as we are as humans right now with the technological technological advancements that we have, our medicine's doing great for the most part. Poverty overall from a global scale is at an all-time low. So we are we do have some good things, but a lot of things like ideologies, a lot of belief systems that we have aren't really tried and true and aren't good at all so we have to be able to do that and a lot of times that i find is that if you are opposing a view it doesn't necessarily mean that you hate the people or the person it just means you don't agree and and a lot of people nowadays especially i've noticed that there's a lot of i'm right and then you're wrong and then we can't discuss any further than that And because I'm right, you are racist, you're sexist, you're this and you're that. That is not true. I think you should have a dialogue. And what we look at, historically speaking, is those who actually 
are the dominant ones from a social and cultural perspective and get to portray the narrative and use propaganda. Those are the ones who usually reign in society and lead society and put society on their agenda and they try to silence those who disagree. And I think that's one thing that's good about our society right now is that you have a forum and it's slowly chipping away. And it doesn't matter if it's conservative or if it's liberal, it's not good. It shouldn't be one-sided. There should be a common discourse or civil discourse. And you can kind of see it being a teeter-totter effect where one side's leaning and then it has to put their agenda first. There's no room for debate. And that's never a good thing because if you look at the socialism, if you look at all these different way of thinking, these different beliefs, these different ideologies, uh, how it silences people. If you take away someone's free speech, if you take away someone's ability to share their ideas and silence them, just because you don't agree with them, not because they're wrong. We're not talking about people who think their race is better than others. We're talking about different opinions on certain things. And that because one person has experienced it this way, another person can't talk about it. That shouldn't be so. Then you should be free to speak on it and come up with the best idea. It doesn't have to be a good idea because a good idea is a step up from a bad idea and a bad idea is better than no idea or no plan whatsoever. So I think that history in conclusion is repeating itself right now. We can see the trends and that it always will. And there's nothing new under the sun. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode because I enjoyed making it for you. Okay. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, you want to even just chat it up, remember Instagram at ddfrigo15. That is Instagram, ddfrigo15. All right, guys, it's been a pleasure. Make sure you share this with your family and friends because if you share, 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 it shows Didi that you, in fact, care about the show. And hopefully you guys start your own podcast sooner than later. Make sure you use Anchor. And also, make sure you guys create your own content, whether it's vlogging, blogging. It could be... uh, I don't know. Like, you want to make your own book. I have a couple author friends now, so and they're young too. So it's interesting to see where the creative side of people and how people are innovating and creating things that can last them, and they last in their family lineage, in their generations, and their family members can look up. Or maybe it might go global. You never know. But just make sure you guys share your content create something do something that you love to do whether it be on the side just try something new and with that said don't be lame ignite your flame this is your boy dearest d signing off once again so just chill just chill till the next episode